All right, welcome back to Liquidity and Liquor. I'm Scott D. Clary with Yosef Martin. Today we're talking about investment bankers. So we're going to talk about snitches. Snitches. I, see, I don't even know why an investment banker is a snitch. Why is an investment oh, banker well. a snitch? So, so let's, let's, no, no, again, investment banker, you're looking to raise money. You're looking to close your next round. Yeah. You're working with an investment banker. It could be retainer. It could be performance. It's going to take a percentage of the amount raised. That's what the investment banker does, right? Yes. If you want to sell your business, usually they'll go in and they'll be the one that facilitate everything for you and bring the buyers, take a percentage. But like I said, they're the biggest snitches. What happened is, and I love them, by the way, but uh, they're important in our life. We need them. But just be aware, you guys, they are snitches. So uh, during the time I had Voxy, uh, I had endless investment bankers walking down my throat coming in trying to get my business so one day when i sell i'm gonna be with him i mean imagine it was growing from 20 say 2018 where we were around 100 million in, and so growing so fast all the way to 2020 all i had every every week or so i would get calls emails from them or or them coming to my office and you talk to them and you know it's good to discuss with investment bankers because they tell you how is your industry doing who in your industry sells for how much, what multiples. But then they tell you everything about them. And if they actually manage to work with them, they'll tell you everything about them. Oh, well, you know that she sold because her husband was cheating on her. And you know that all, so that's how much money they actually made. This is what they'll tell you everything. So now when you listen to them, you said, all right, so now if I'm making, say, 200 this year, I, should I tell them I make 200? So how about I tell this one 150, <laughs> this one will say 300, this one too. This one I know who, next time when someone comes to me and say, oh, I heard you do 300. Oh, Morgan Stanley, motherfuckers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what we did. And it was, we were laughing. I was talking about this with Rich one time from Fashion Nova and he was doing the same shit. Like, oh, you did the same. <laughs> like so every time you hear numbers. And like, okay. It's a necessary evil though. So make, make sure you remember yeah. not to give them all your information unless you have to and it's part of the process there are good people you need to work with them they're very smart by the way very smart and if you want to work with them right it's just like i tell you how to use chat gpt this is how you use investment bankers investment bankers because they're snitches your job is to look interested all the time with your business when they're knocking on your door and your business is doing amazing to look interested to act like you really like them you're considering this and you're asking questions and they'll answer whatever you want and sometimes you can ask questions about your competition and in some cases they'll go to your competition, pull it out for you, give it to you and feel like because they already provide you and did this espionage job for you, now you have a social obligation to work with them, which you don't. But that's that's my uh, advice. When do you work. when do you um, when do you start working with investment bankers? Because as a founder, I mean, it's tough to raise money and it's tough to close your deal or sell your business because it's so much time to do this, right? And investment bankers probably start at probably a good one's $10,000 a month retainer. Yeah, it doesn't work like this. Like it's, uh, in my case, it was a little bit different. The, um, the first round, I think we paid 25,000 and then a percentage of the, the, of the actual secondary that we get. So, so secondary one, is when you get cash to your pocket. The last one I did was 10,000 a month retainer for up to five months, so 50K total and then percentage. So it's roughly around yeah. that, right? The real money they make is when they actually sell your business, but they want to make sure that if nothing happened, they didn't waste their time. So yeah. don't get mad when they ask you for money because they are going to work. And let me tell you, they work. So they deserve, they earn their money. The The main point is you want to really negotiate on the part where you sell. So the, the idea is that you don't know until you enter what's going to be the number. So let's just say, you know, when we came in with Boxy, 
or it's 200 million, 800 million. You don't know, right? And I don't remember what was the number where we said anything more than that, your percentage going to be above, let's just say we said 2%, now it's going to be 4%, anything over that number. I don't remember exactly because an investment banker kind of like said, well, you know, if I make 2%, as long as I sell, that's what counts. So why do I care if it's 300 or 350, as long as it's more secure? But you want to get 350, for example, mm-hmm. right? Well, then you tell them, listen, anything over 290, it's gonna, you're going to get an additional two points. Now he's gonna, they're going to fight like animals to get that to sale get price. that extra money because that can be more than the so that's the that's the idea so you kind of like do your own math and you said you know what that's probably going to be a little bit less achievable to get that number so let's get them a little bit more in my opinion the second you can afford them you're talking about also like when you were looking to sell for a certain amount I would even say like much earlier on obviously you use them for I think one other I can't remember all the different raises you well, did we had obviously. we had the but I would say like one, as yeah. soon as you can because as a founder, I don't think your focus should be raising money if you can afford somebody to help you with that. Because if not, it's going to be super distracting. It really depends. But, but Scott, it really depends on the business. Because some businesses, uh, they, they, um, they work under debt, so you consistently have to raise money. The my my companies were always profitable. So that's a when, different conversation. Uh, by the di- way. So I was able to do it when I want to do it yeah. on my terms. So the 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 rule of thumb for me was sell when you don't have to sell. Because then you can make your numbers, and um, when I when I did the first round, I was profitable. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You know, I, I just it was all secondary. Secondary means you get the money to your pocket. Primary means they invest in the business, but they put the money on the balance sheet, meaning for the business you're not taking it home because the business either don't have enough money or it needs to grow and so on. So you show, look, the business is making money. I don't need any more money in order to grow. It can it can keep growing. But I want to de-risk a little bit. I want to cash out. Let's say tomorrow I get hit by a truck. You know, I, I want my family to be okay. Whatever it is, right? So that's the idea. When they ask you, look, why do you want to sell then if it's so good? Well, because I want to de-risk. It's absolutely accepted. Everybody understand that. You're, you're like, I'll sell a percentage and let's go. So that was the first time when we did this. And actually, it was a really good team that we that uh, we worked with here. Uh, sub, uh, I forget the name, but... Uh, uh, Sapal, I don't remember the, the yeah. company name, but they were great down here. In uh, it was more of a boutique company, and the second one was Morgan Stanley. And they also did a fantastic job. That's when I sold on a big exit. Um, the the only thing I will say is that when you interview them, and I'm giving tips over here, we should go and do another podcast for that because that's off brand. But but uh, we should do another one about uh, that. About about interviewing investment bankers. Yeah, how to the whole topic. Investment. Yeah, we should do a topic. Okay, so that. basically. Use them, use them if you can. Understand what they can offer the business. Know that they're snitches too. They're snitches, so be careful with what you tell them. But remember, because they're snitches, they'll give you information about your competition that might be very instrumental for your growth, and also about the space. If they are working your space, so that's uh, that's, that's the last important. thing. Yeah, good. All right, okay, that's it for today. If you enjoyed, please subscribe on YouTube. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can download and listen to it wherever you get your podcasts or on liquidityandliquor.com.